amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. All right, everyone. Welcome to another edition of RF Sports Radio. I'm your host, RF, joined by the other RF to my, to this, this side, I guess, right here. Uh, that's Royce Fisher. Royce, how you doing, man? Right, I'm great, man. Weather's starting to change. October's coming around for baseball. Football season in the fourth week. NBA is getting ready to start training camp. Man, this is the best time of the year. I, man, no kidding. No kidding. This is, like you said, this is the best time of the year. Right, it's all coming together, man. It's like, a, yeah. you know, I'll fit in that perfect. Right. The weather's changing and all that stuff, man. And today I, I got my, I got my, is it okay? I got my celebratory wine today. I don't know if you guys can see that. You know, I'm having having a pretty good week. <laughs> You're probably going to need it by the end of the conversation. Yeah, probably so. You're probably right about that. Well, let's jump right into it, man. We got a lot to discuss today, man. I want to start off, first of all, with a little bit of NFL talk. Let's talk about, uh, well, let's get into, let me get this off my chest first. Let's go to Monday night, all right? Let's just go ahead and go to Monday night. Yeah, I know I'm going to talk about the Cowboys. I know you're going to have something to say about the Cowboys. So I, I want I want to find out from you your overall thoughts on what the Cowboys did to the Eagles on Monday night. I mean, th- that was probably the most complete game for a fact that I've seen uh, out of out of the McCarthy led uh, Cowboys, or e- even for Dak for the instance, the defense, the way they played, the way the offense played, it was kind of a perfect match all of a sudden. Yeah, well, you know, they played a great game. I got to give it to them. Everything clicked. Defense, what, four turnovers? Yeah, four turnovers. Dad was on that. I mean, he scored 40 points the last time they did that. But they played Jalen Hurd, a rookie quarterback. So, yeah. I mean, he's not a rookie. Know. He's not a rookie quarterback. Don't say he's a rookie. Well, Second year player, he is a starter. He played a little bit last year, not much. He didn't play the whole season. Yeah. He hadn't been a starter. You know, and I, he, he wouldn't even start the quarterback. So he, he's a little nervous. I, I figured the Dallas would take care of business. No big deal. They played great. They've been playing great the last three weeks. They should have been three and zero, but uh, they left too much time on the clock to break. It should have been three and zero. I like yeah. the way they playing. It's a different Cowboy team. I like. The new guys, man, on defense, offense, lamb, man, those guys, uh, digs, man, you know, uh, they, they just need to get everybody healthy and everybody stay healthy. Right. Uh, that did look a little timid. A couple of times he could have ran the ball in for the touchdown when they got down and didn't score. Right. Uh, but other than that, I think he settled down. He was perfect, man. I think he missed three passes all night. I think I think that I think that really speaks a lot more towards his elevation as a quarterback. Now, if you think about it, when Dak came in, he was kind of thrown into that starting role when Romo got hurt. 
he never had a chance to kind of really sit and watch football from the sidelines like he did this past season with the injury, of course. And I think that's really helped him kind of see the game in a different way. And I can tell he's maturing as a player. I, take, I can tell he's getting better. Like I told everybody in previous shows in our uh, kind of uh, season opening show for the NFL, I said I thought for sure I'm not worried about the offense at all. And uh, what I like about the offense, what I didn't think about is this two-headed monster running back that we have with Ezekiel Elliott uh, and my other guys well, too. I mean, the fact that they're able to kind of – At the same time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're able to kind of give them the one-two punch – um, you know, a different style of running, and that's paying out big dividends. I like that they're running the ball more. Of course, we got a great wide receiver core, uh, oh, but the man. defense is what I was really worried about. And uh, this shift from Micah Parsons to go from middle linebacker where he's drafted at to now playing the DN because Lawrence is out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, he's one of those guys, I think, Royce, we can finally say we have a player that we need to make sure is on the field on the defensive side of the ball. No matter where you put them, linebacker, middle linebacker, D end, wherever you need to put him at, he's one of those guys I think you have to have him on the field as much as possible. Would you agree? Yeah, he's not like the ball Vanderich stay hurt all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Like he's quicker. Both he's dependable, too. I, li- I like him a lot. Big, you know, you got to give him some credit, too. He's playing great. You know, that, that's in his DNA. His brother's great, you know. So, but I, I like what I'm seeing. But I'm not going to get too anxious because I know how the Cowboys are, man. They get to that pivotal moment, man, and let you down. You know, I know they'll do better than 8-8. Eight and eight. They should win the East. But yeah. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm going to yeah. wait till the end. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah I mean, I... I wear a cowboy shirt. <laughs> All right. That's, that's a bet. That's a bet. Well, I, I'm going to keep my thoughts reserved as well. Uh, y'all know I get it real worked up about the Cowboys. I'm not going to do that this year. Yeah. I can't say it again. Our Cowboy fans get worked up every year. Yeah, of course they do. Of course they do. But I, I'm not going to do that this year yet because in the years past, I've worked myself up. And we've always had a big letdown in the end, whether it's in the playoffs, whether that's not making the playoffs, somebody getting hurt. So it's a long season. This is the longest NFL season I've ever seen with this added game that they have. So I'm not going to – I am not going to get overexcited, but I like what I see. And I'm going to take this one game at a time. But you're right. Honestly, they're really a field goal away uh, from being 3-0. and you know, and uh, and looking forward to next week a little bit, getting into the NFL as a whole. They play a 3-0 team next week, next Sunday. They play the Carolina Panthers, who surprisingly are 3-0 uh, as well, too. So, although they don't have uh, J.C. Horn on defense, they're going to be missing McCaffrey as well. So, it should be a winnable game for the Cowboys, another home game, but it's still a 3-0 team. So, we're going to kind of see where they stand this Sunday as well, too. And, you know, a lot of the good teams like Seattle, you know, Packers, the Vikings, all those guys getting out to a slow start, you know, uh, all those teams going to pick up midpoint, you know. And, you know, you know Seattle's not going to stay the way they are. Eventually, they're going to start. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that. And we don't know. 
And we do have some prizes, 3-0 team. Are, yeah. are, are they the real deal? Carolina Panthers are 3-0. Hey, the Carolina Panthers are 3-0. The Denver Broncos are 3-0. Yeah, and I told you I had them pick to be finished up very well in that division. I didn't have them winning that division because I thought the Chiefs would win that division, but I had them finishing second. You had them finishing last. I didn't know who the quarterback was going to be. <laughs> well, I mean, but, so have you seen him play? Yeah, I saw him play. I saw a highlight. I'm waiting to see him on TV. I saw a highlight. And I'm just shocked. I'm not going to get excited because Denver Broncos had been very good for quite a long time. Von Miller's back. He's playing great. He had a couple of sacks Sunday. But, uh, you know, are, are these teams legit? Are the Rams legit? Yeah, the Rams are legit. Carolina's legit. You the know. Rams are legit. The Rams are probably... I would say the best three and O team I've seen have been around out. They played a tougher schedule uh, than most of the other teams. I like the Broncos, for instance, the Broncos have only beat the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. I mean, they played three of the worst teams in the league, you know, combined. I don't think those teams have any wins. They lost last year. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. But but they beat they beat three teams that hadn't won a game. You know what I mean? So so that, they're probably the weakest 3-0 team, I think. And then for the Raiders being 3-0, I mean, they've been in overtime twice in three games, you know. So I, I don't know how much stock I put in them being 3-0. Well, it's a, it's a different Raider team. I think Chucky has finally got, got on to something. Maybe they moved to Las Vegas, did something. It's a different Raiders team. You know, they, yeah. they look pretty good. They, they got – Car, if Car can stay healthy, no right. But you know, I don't put a hundred percent stock in him because he he's one of those let down quarterbacks too. He, he, well, your Broncos got the uh, they got the Ravens this Sunday, uh, right. so we're gonna find out kind of kind of what they the can Ravens. do. They beat Kansas City. Say again. And what about the the, the Ravens? They beat Kansas City, and it's yeah. Kansas City yeah. as bad as they are. You know. Well, I was going to ask you about this. Some of your other surprises you've seen around the league, you already alluded to Kansas City being at one and two. I mean, we've never seen Mahomes lose uh, two straight games because he's been the quarterback of Kansas City. Uh, I don't think Andy Reid has lost two straight games since he's been the coach of Kansas City. So this is new territory for them. I mean, for a team to try to come back and bounce back from a devastating Super Bowl loss, um, this high-flying team now that faced a lot of adversity. Now, I mean, what, what do you think? What do you think is going on in, in Kansas City right now? I think they just it might be hangover from going to back-to-back Super Bowls. You know, they lost. You know, I think the offensive line is still shaking. We saw that in the Super Bowl, and Mahomes he's been pressured a lot. I don't think it's good. You know. Should be. Maybe they get better. But Andy Reid's a smart man. He'll come up with something. He's like, yeah, check. They'll make the adjustment and they, they, they'll come through. But I, the, you know, Arizona Cardinals, I like that team. They, they're good. But, the, the, you know, they're 3 0. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers is a big surprise in the NFC to me. Carolina is. 
I knew the Cowboys were going to be good. I knew they were going to be better than A-Day. The NFC East is theirs for the taking. All they got to do is grab it right now. Yeah. Just be everybody it. in the division. It. Just be it sounds good. Yeah. It sounds easy. So good. They already beat Philly. The Giants don't scare anybody. You should win. Hands down. It, it sounds good. Like I said, it sounds good. But I'm not going to get overhyped. I promised myself this season I wasn't going to get overhyped. The Giants couldn't even win a game for Eli Manning, man. It's retirement. <laughs> Come on. You think they're going to win a game? I, I don't have a doubt we'll beat the Giants. I'm, I'm talking about everybody else. You know, my, my biggest surprise so far in week going into week four of the season is Kansas City being one and two. That's a big surprise for me. Yeah. Uh, the other big surprise, as you mentioned, is some of the 3-0 and teams. I'm surprised at where the Dallas defense is playing. Um, and I'm also a little bit surprised by how good the Rams are. I mean, I think the Rams are legit with Matthew Stafford, uh, that defense that they have. They're legit. I mean, it, it, there's no doubt about it. They're going to be right there uh, along with Tampa Bay, along with Dallas, along with Green Bay. They've got to be right there in that conversation with, with, with the top teams in the NFC. Matthew Stafford has been a great quarterback on a bad team. He's always yeah. had great numbers. He's always been a great quarterback. I don't know how many times he's brought Detroit back. You know, when they didn't have nobody. And uh, him on that L.A. team, oh, man, they're going to be dangerous. Uh, they, they, I think they're the best in the world. Uh, I think yep. they're going to be. I don't know if you've seen some of the talk been going around on some of the other shows and stuff about, you know, uh, if you would have switched Stafford and um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, early in their career, if Stafford would have went to Green Bay or Aaron would have went to Detroit, that Stafford would have had more than one championship in Green Bay uh, than Aaron Rodgers would have had. Do you buy into that at all? That's a possibility. Yeah, so it, it, see those those kind of questions you can't really answer. It's such a hypothetical. You don't know well, who's going to be hindered. Who's going to know who's going to be on the team? We've never been on a good team. Then Detroit Lions would just come on, right? Yeah, Detroit Lions. They couldn't even do nothing with Barry Sanders, right? The greatest running back of all time. They couldn't even get guys to block and play with him. He quit early. Yeah, Megatron left. So. Yeah, and Matthew Stafford, he stayed. He's a great quarterback. I'm glad he got a chance to play in L.A. And I, I think he deserves a championship. Not a, you know, they came down to him the Cowboys. I got to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. He, he got a chance to get one, man. Yeah, it's interesting, man. Well, we got another week of football coming up, man. Some good, good games. I'm enjoying it. Uh, the Sunday night games have been good. The Monday night oh, games have been man. good. Uh, I mean, it's been, it's been really a good start to the season, quite honestly, man. A really good start to the season. Oh, yeah, and the WNBA finals. Yeah. Coming so I forgot to add that, too. I've been watching a little bit of that. They I'm got a be. real different kind of format, too. I don't like the one-and-done no, playoff no. format that they have. I mean, they, they should get more games than that. I, the one-and-done thing is kind of, kind of interesting to me. That they would well, do right that. With, with football and everything going on, they better be one and done. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. NBA starting as well. Yeah, yeah. You get it over, you know. 
Well, let's go ahead and get into a little bit of NBA talk, man. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Mavericks first of all. Uh, Mavericks had media day this week. We got a chance to attend that, of course, virtually. Uh, we had to attend that. Then we also got to see some interviews from practice. And first time we got a chance to hear from everybody, from Jason yeah. Kidd, from Luca, and and particularly from KP. Um, yeah. And it just is just a quick plug. We're going to be doing Royce and myself going to be doing what we call Mavs Monday where you guys can tune in every Monday. We'll be dropping content, giving you behind the scenes, stuff that we talk to players about, locker room stuff, stuff we hear from coaches, kind of an insider for the Dallas Mavericks every Monday on our channel. It's going to be called Mavs Monday. And we focused a little bit this past Monday on KP because I I don't know about you, I haven't heard KP speak in a long time over the offseason. I haven't heard KP say anything about the coaching change uh any of that stuff i haven't heard kp say much of anything so i don't know if you saw that part of his interview but what do you think about you know Porzingis going into this new season with this new head coach well i believe he gave everybody a second chance i, I think he came to dallas he thought he was gonna be the man and he, he ended up being second a decoy he was a decoy he was a decoy Coach Carlisle didn't use him right, and uh, he felt bad. You know, these basketball players, man, they got big egos. They're emotional guys. You know, they have feelings, you know, especially when you've been at the top of your game since a child. You know, your ego is big as I don't know what. Feel you. And when you kind of end up being a disappointment, I, I, that's got to affect you pretty bad. You know, I've never been in that position. I played on teams and didn't get to play or start. Uh, felt like I was better than this guy. I should have been starred. You know, stuff like that, it messed with your psyche. I'm glad to see him humble. I think going home, I think a new change in management and coaching. And I think Carlisle and him rubbed each other the wrong way. Yeah. And you could tell. He, they didn't utilize him right. I like what Kid had to say. I believe in getting second chances. And he said he's been working on this game. He feels good. I think that ego or whatever was bothering him is kind of gone. And call out is not there. And uh, he, he feels like it's a new start. So I'm waiting to see. I yeah. mean, he has a skill set. Right. Yeah. So it, what, see, do, you, what, do, you, what do you think about what he was saying about him and Kid discussing him playing down on the block more, you know, his back to the basket and getting more post-ups? Because he 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 said it just like you said when when Carlisle's whole scheme was to put him out there so he could space the floor and shoot threes, so Luca could drive the lane and dish. Uh, but him and Kid have already discussed him playing with his back to the basket on the low block, using his size more and then being more of a defensive player. Which we talked about that all last year. Like why why would he not get down there at seven foot whatever? I all year for him to get down on the block. I, that was my criticism of Carlisle. I didn't like the way he did him. I said, man, you're seven feet tall. You're the biggest guy on the foot. What are you doing way out on three-point line? And remember I talked about him on fast break. Instead of him running down the middle of the lane like Giannis, some of these big men, he's out on the perimeter to shoot a three. That drove me nuts, man. So yeah. he's supposed to be down on the block. He's seven foot. Right. I, you know, you, you, you're close to the basket. All you got to do is turn around and 
you know, you, you're there. Yeah, put you his hand up and get done. Yeah. Bow bomb with dunk without even jumping. Right. He just turned around and put the ball to bed. So I, he should develop his low post game. I would like to see him go to Houston and play practice with a larger one, you know, someone like that. So, uh, you know, Tyson Chandler's there. Yeah, that, I was going to say, yeah, uh, a good buddy, Dwayne, uh, wrote a story about Chandler uh, coming in to either, either be a coach. He's got a choice to be a coach. He can sign a 10-day contract. But the whole goal was him to get in there and kind of work with uh, not only him, but Boban and some of the other big men as well, too. I think he'd be a big help in teaching him a low post game, you know. So, you know, we know he can rebound. We know he can shoot. You know, he get that low post game, man. That was going to be dangerous. Your thoughts? Well, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I like – I heard everything I wanted to hear. Um, this felt – this particular media day felt a lot better than the previous year. Oh, yeah. um, I think we all were kind of tired of hearing – Carlisle, same old situation. You know, he definitely wanted Luca to have the ball more, run the offense more, spread the guys out, which is fine. I mean, that that style of play uh, gave Luca the the notoriety uh, that he has right now. You know, so I can't say it was a bad decision because it did make Luca a superstar. But at the same time, uh, the questionable things he did in the playoffs, uh, towards the end of the season, the lineups, like he. I mean, guys even said during the interview, I can't remember if it was uh, KP, if it was uh, Hardaway that said uh, a lot of times they go into the game and wouldn't know what who was the starting five. They know what, they know who's going to start the game, who's going to come off the bench. We didn't know that till uh, time for tip off. So I hope that kid is listening to these guys. I hope he's working with them. I like the fact that he went to go visit Porzingis in his home country, went to Lucas' home country met the people, kind of build with those guys. I mean, he's a kid is a locker room guy. You know, he, 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 he's, he's more used to the younger players. Uh, even the GM was more used to the younger players. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I like Reggie Bullock coming in as well, too, as an addition. Uh, I, I, it, it felt good. That's all I'm going to say. It felt like this was a team that was better than it was last season, just by the changes that they made in the front office. Uh, I I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's incorrect, but it just felt like it was a better team. I'm going to see how they fit fit together and how they play. Uh, I think Benny Smith's going to be better. They still have Trey Burke, you know, which I was mad he didn't play in more in the playoffs last year. They they do have some shooters. Can they get their defense better? That's the only thing I'm worried about. Their defense get better. We know Luka can ball. Yeah. So, uh, well, then keep in mind, nobody really plays that much defense in the NBA anyway. That's true. That's true. Uh, we don't have any defense specialist guys. They got to get better than they were. Yeah, they got to get better than they were. They got. Let, let me. I know we're going to get into a big preview about the NBA before the NBA starts and more specifically about the Mavs. We cover, cover them this year. But I want to know initially, what are some of your expectations from this team? I mean, what do you think? What do you think we should set the bar? in terms of determining if it's a successful season for the Mavs in 2021-22? If they make it out of the first round of the playoffs, that's an improvement. Mm. I, 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 it's hard for me to see them going to the finals. I mean, the West is tough, man. I mean, come on, man. And we don't know what Golden State's going to be like this yeah. year. Yeah. You know? 
Denver, Murray's going to be back in Denver. And you know they yeah. got to joke it. So uh, what's Phoenix going to be like? Yeah. You know, uh, they, it's a lot of chatter about Houston. Yeah. And San Antonio. Well, I, I'm not really worried about Houston, really. No, I'm not. But you so named some good they teams. Young guys. They got some young yeah. guys. They got yeah. some good guys. You know, um, we're going to talk about the NBA as a whole, but I, my bar right now is they've got to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, no, God. That's they've bad. got to. I mean, I mean, you got to. You You're got not going to have. Playing for the first time. And, you know, you got to see how they're going to jail. You know, I'm setting, I'm setting the bar at the Western Conference Finals. I really am. We are playing together, going through the grind, the up and down getting defeated in the playoffs like Giannis did to learn how to win a championship game. They hadn't had none of that. They hadn't even had a season together. But they, the, they but, but KP, now remember KP and the two main components there, KP and Luca both went to the playoffs twice. They've lost in the first round. They got to a game seven. They were up 2-1. They were up, uh, they were up 3-2. Over the Clippers, I mean, they should have won that series. They should have won that series. So I'm, I'm setting the bar at the Western Conference Finals. That's what I'm setting the bar. At. That I'm only speaking for it today. It's still September, so I'm setting the bar at the Western Conference Finals. Who is this, what third, fourth coach? Who is? New York, Dallas, KP. Yeah. And Luca on the second, well, third coach. <laughs> really, coming from overseas, Carlisle. And not kids. So, you know, new coaches, I, I don't see him going to the finals this year. Maybe a year or two in. Now, I'm not talking about the NBA finals. I'm just talking about the Western Conference finals. The Western Conference finals, right? Look who, look who you have to go to to win. The, I know it. You think they can beat the Lakers? I, I, I think they can play the Lakers in the finals. I think they can beat Denver. I think they can beat any other team. Okay. And you, you haven't seen the play yet. And yeah, you haven't seen the play yet. I haven't seen the play. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I'm just, that's what I'm saying. This is September. I'm just I'm just saying in September, okay. that's why I'm setting the bar. And well, once I see how they play and what I, what happens in the league, I reserve the right to change my mind. The 28th day of September, you say they're going to the Western Conference Finals. Say Western that. Conference Finals. That, that should be where we set the bar. I'd be happy with the second round. And a very tight seven game second round series. I, that would make me upset. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about NBA and Media Day. And um, I don't know if you watch any other Media Days. I saw the uh, Warriors Media Day. I saw the Nets Media Day. I also saw the Lakers, of course. Um, you know, you brought up, you reminded me of something that uh, what was funny is all the coverage you've been seeing about the NBA and opening and media days, you didn't see anybody talking about the Phoenix Suns. Like the, no, it's no. like the Phoenix Suns don't exist. And, and for what they did last year, the way they overachieved, you would think that would be a hot topic going into the NBA, but you can, you can never find anybody talking about the Phoenix Suns. I mean, why, I mean, do they still I don't, I guess they still don't get the respect that they deserve. I didn't hear much chat about Atlanta either. No, no, you didn't. So, you know, the most focus was on the well, the team that everybody thinks will be in the final. 
the Lakers been the net. Yeah. You know, I think that they got more publicity than everybody else. So I, I didn't like the coverage. I think they should have went around the board. Should have been more coverage to everybody. I like to see, you know, Jamal Murray back in Denver, you know, Giannis. You know what's going yeah, on. They didn't there. even talk about that that much either. Philadelphia, especially with the everything's going on in Philadelphia, you know, and Kyrie Irving not in training camp. You know, I wanted to see it all. I wanted to go around the whole league. Zion, you know, he yeah, he's coming out for surgeries. He hopefully be ready. Now, right. Two things I want to touch on before we get into our kind of our main topic we want to both discuss. I want to talk about Philadelphia real quick with Simmons and um, and I, and I feel like I, I don't know I don't know who I blame more yet. Now, first of all, you know I'm not a Doc Rivers fan, so it's easy for me to blame Doc. I, I just don't think he's a great coach. Um, but they mishandled this situation so bad. I mean, the, the, you know the way they treated him after the uh, after they game seven, the press conferences and stuff they they said. They had this whole offseason to say what they've been saying over the last few days about they want to be here. They had a whole, whole offseason to trade him, to find somebody to, to trade with him for. And yet here we are. He's not coming to training camp. It's getting, it's getting okay. uglier by the day. I got to stop. I got to stop. Ben Simmons did that to himself. You make $40 million a year. You go play basketball. You can't, you can't, you can't bring that up, though. You can't bring that up. Rodney. You got to shoot the ball. You you play basketball. You got, I agree. He did not. He was scared to shoot the ball. You started off the whole world start. He did it himself. But Doc Rivers didn't make him sign that big fat contract. He did it. You signed a contract. You obligated. Now I'm not gonna blame Doc Doc Rivers for that because he had trouble before Doc Rivers got there. It was some rift between him. But yet he still signed that contract. But play. don't you but don't you put some blame on the Sixers organization for not yeah, even yeah. trading them by now? They, they should have been in trading them already. You need to man up and go back and say, This is not who I am. I'm this Ben Simmons, defensive player of the year. I'm not scared to shoot the ball. I go to free throw line. This is who, this was how I got to the NBA. I'm not gonna shy away from it and run away and hide. I don't want to play here because I'm I go back there and ball out. Allen Iverson in Philadelphia, man, that, he played with a heart. He didn't care. Yeah. You go out there and play. You got to show some heart. And how you going to sit at home and whine and that? But they don't like you. You go out there and prove yourself that you're one of the best players. And this is how I made it to the NBA. Nobody else does that. LeBron bounced back. Everybody bounced back. So you Kevin say, so you, so. From the injury, from disappointment, from all that, you got to back, you got to man up. I, I don't agree with nothing he's done. He signed that contract. So you're saying, so, so, so if you were advising, if you were advising Ben out. Simmons. I make everybody regret everything they said. I go back and ball out. So you so you would advise Ben Simmons to get up out the bed, yeah. go to training camp tomorrow. And shoot the ball. Shoot yeah. the ball. You saw it, I saw it. What do you think about his performance? Now let's just be honest. Yeah, yeah. Any, I, 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 I already said I don't. I don't agree with. Okay. I don't agree with the way he played. I don't. I don't think he's a top tier I'm player. They trying to break him out. Of the I'm not blaming Doc Rivers. I'm blaming him. That's who I blame. That's it. He created this myth. 
So it's what? one it's thing. It's, it's one thing not to be a good shooter. It's one thing not to be a great shooter, but it's a whole other thing to not even shoot the ball. Like literally, don't yeah. even take the shot. That, that, that's yeah, that's a whole other issue. It, yeah, Charles Barkley, man. I mean, you had Philadelphia, man. Come on, Rodney. You didn't have no wussies in Philadelphia. You know? And, yeah. And like I said, Doc was not there when he signed that contract. He knew what he was doing when he signed that contract, man. They paid him a lot of money to play back, to shoot the ball, man. Shoot the yeah. ball. I go back and prove everybody wrong. That's what a man would do, man up. Mm. Well, you heard it here first, man. I, I, I can't I can't deny what you're saying. Right. I can't man deny it. LeBron James, his first finals, he, man, they knocked him down when he made the decision to go. You know what I mean? He, he came back. Dirk was the same. They beat Dirk up. Yeah, yeah. He manned up. You yeah. know what I mean? Allen Iverson, smallest guy that ever played a game. Played among trees. He, he didn't, you know, Seth Curry missed games. He was hurt. You know, Kevin Durant went out. He came back. Yeah. He, 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 they were up 3-1. Three, three they lost. He went to the team. He said, well, I'm going to play with this team. Yeah. He man when they played and became yeah. MVP. That's I don't I don't like what he, I don't like I don't know who's in this air. They need to tell him to man up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I see what you say. I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you on that. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, in a in a more feel good kind of story, I tell you what, it felt great seeing uh, Clay Thompson out there practicing with the team. That yeah. felt yeah. great uh, to see him out there playing with him. Now I know he's not not expected to actually playing a game until around December. Yeah, but he's going to ball out, Rodney. You think he's so? I mean, out. but but the, the difference is he's coming off of two straight injuries, man, like back-to-back major injuries, man. I, I, don't, I don't know if there's been a player that's done that like that. I mean, we've had, you know, Kobe come back from the Achilles. We've had right. Kevin Durant come back. We've had players that have come back from big injuries, but he's had two of them back-to-back. But, but you did hear him feeling sorry for us, Jeff. You didn't no, no, not at all. He always said he's coming back. You know, this time he's going to take his time. I think he's going to ball out. He's got his uh, other brother on the other side. You know what I mean? They just need a little more help. Draymond Green's going to But they got a lot of young players. They've had some top draft picks. They got James Wiseman, who didn't play all the last season. He's coming back as a big man. They got some new draft picks. I mean, they got... They got and young talent. There, they have a decent team. But Draymond Green's going to push him, man. He's going to push him. You know, he's a motivator. He's a backbone. He's like the Magic Johnson of the Lakers. He, he's yeah. going to push him. I think they're going to be better. So, I, All right, but let's jump into a big topic tonight, man. We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA and some of their protocols when it comes around mm-hmm. the vaccine. Um, and this all stems from some major challenges that – Two teams in particular are facing. That's the Warriors and the uh, and the Brooklyn Nets. You know, the San Francisco, the city of San Francisco has a executive order that says you have to be vaccinated, you know, to come indoors to anything, to participate in anything indoors or to be indoors. You have to be vaccinated. Uh, Brooklyn also in New York, of course, has the same mandate. So that, as you alluded to earlier, that's why Kyrie Irving is. He went to San Diego. Uh, he's in San Diego currently right now practicing with the team, but when they go back to Brooklyn next week, he won't be able to be with the team. 
Um, you, you also have a situation right now with Andre uh, Andre Wiggins with the forty with the uh, some forty nineers with the Warriors, where he can practice now, but come October first, when the mandate or executive order comes into play, he can't continue to practice with the team or play in any games. So I'm curious, man. I I really want to know what you think about this. I know how I feel, uh, but I would I want to give you the floor first. To, to when you see things like this, talk when you hear guys talking about it on press conferences. You see now they're gonna be missing games. Uh, the NBA ruled today that if you miss a game, you're not gonna get paid. Um, what, what, what do you make up Kyrie Irving and Wiggins? This has bothered me for a while. I think people that don't do that are selfish. You know. If you play sports most of your life, you went to the doctor, uh, you got hurt, you got injured, and the doctor writes you a prescription, you don't question it. You take the medicine to get better. And I don't understand that how you can be around, to, you know, if you don't, if you put the truck, you know, think about your teammates. They're out there practicing with no mask on, and you sitting over here with a mask on. You know what I mean? What kind of stuff is that? You know, but, but like I say, football players get injured. They go to their doctor, staff doctor. He gives them a prescription. They take this dude to get better. It's to save your life. This is no joke, man. People are dying behind this. And, yeah. you know, you have, you have to follow the science. Like I said, I grew up in the 60s. We had, you know, we had, every year we had, they lined us up. We had polio shots, diphtheria measles and the little sugar cubes and we did it i can't name one person i know had polio in my lifetime yeah i had it. even the measles yeah i remember before we get the shot of measles but you know i think they've been real savage and, and it's a needle you're an athlete i'm pretty sure you don't have some in your body yeah yeah right a pain medicine uh this uh, brother swelling, you know what I mean? Take two of these four hours from now. And I never hear anybody say, well, I got to research that first. So I have a problem with that. And, you know, why would I need an airbag and a seatbelt and I got brakes? Right. You understand what I'm saying? And drive without your seatbelt. You're going to get a ticket. You know, so to me, it's dumb. It's just, it's just yeah. dumb. Yeah, I mean, that's my opinion. I, I think it's selfish, and I, I think they shouldn't play. If I, you know, yeah. I got to have that thing to, to cover the maps to, to go anywhere. I, that's what I was going to say. That, that's why I was going to start my comments out with I, I think it's very selfish, like you said. Right. Uh, everybody around the NBA, including me and you, that's to cover the mask had to be vaccinated. Um, the referees, the coaches, the front office, uh, people that work in those buildings, uh, the parking people, whoever works around the NBA has a mandate to be vaccinated. The players don't because they negotiated whatever with the with the uh, players union association or whatever the case may be. So you have a little luxury there, but at the same time, it's that I'm, I'm gonna take two situations a little bit differently. First of all, with Kyrie. I don't know if you watch the show, but maybe some of your people do. I'm tired of it. I'm really tired of it, man. I don't know if you even want to play. If you should just retire, you don't want to play basketball. You don't. Last year, you had these two weeks off to get your head together, get in a good mental space. You take time away from the team. You don't travel with the team. Now you're finding this whole thing to draw the line in the sand and 
say, well, I just won't play in any home games or whatever the case may be. Just retire. If that's how yeah. you feel, yeah, yeah, just retire. Just retire. Just leave. You know, just leave. That's all you have to do. With Wiggins, I understand he's got this whatever religious thing going on, believe. But, man, you it, it, you got to make a decision. Yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah. want to play basketball, don't play basketball. If you want to play in a different city, play in a different city. But you really cannot is. get on a – you cannot be a true teammate and not be able to play in home games. Like, you can't do that. That, that that's ne- I've never heard of anything like that in my life where you, you decided, hey, I'm going to be on this team, a rival child, we'll go from start to finish together. But you know what? I'm going to sit back on my own beliefs and say I'm not going to do this, and if I don't play, I don't play. That, that's just, that just I, – I, if I was in the locker room, if I was Steph Curry, if I was Clay Thompson, if I was Raymond Green, uh-huh. I'd yeah. be pissed. Yeah. If, if I was Kevin Durant, if I was James Harden, I'd be pissed. And you know, I what, would go to the front office and say, man, trade, get rid of this guy. Yeah. Get rid of him. It's not know, worth it. And you know, missing games is like calling in sick at work. How many times can you call in sick at work? They're going to get tired of you calling in sick at work. And if you don't get the vaccine, you can't play. That's like, like they say, it's like calling in sick. We don't need you. If you're not here and reliable, they said the best, well, the dependability is availability. Yeah, yeah, the best ability is availability. Yeah. The best ability is availability. You know, and... and They're not going to get a check. I hope they don't. And this is not some type of political statement. This is just the way things are. I mean, the mandate's going to happen whether you like it or not. Anybody has a large employee base, you work for a large employee, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So you got to make your own choices, your own decision. But if that's your decision... Then you need to get out. You need to either get off the team. You need to retire. This is the bottom what, line. What's the alternative? Death. If you don't get it, right? Well, it could be. But I'm, I'm just saying, some of these guys, the whole reason, like Bradley Bill's reasoning for not doing this, because yeah. he had it before. He's got the antibodies. Well, okay. I got news for you, Brad. Antibodies don't last, my friend. I tell antibodies you don't last. You can, you can get the you flu. What. You can get the flu, recover from the flu, had antibodies for the flu, and then what happens the next season? You can get the flu again. That's, no, that's, how, that's how your body works. I wish that I would go back and listen to Carl Anthony Towns talk about him not having his mother there, him going through COVID himself. And if that don't make you change your mind, man, you're not human. Just go back and listen to him talk about, you know, losing his mother, him having it, you know, and, and, and how that affected him. And if you can't feel nothing after that, you're not human. That's all I gotta say. That, yeah, I it. think I think it's I think it's just I, I'm tired of it, man. Ky- yeah, Kyrie, especially, man. I'm tired of Kyrie. Yeah. Well, everywhere really he's been, well, he was in Cleveland. He was disrupted. He went to Boston. That was a disaster. Now he's ma- making a mess in New Jersey. You know, Newark. I mean, I'm sorry. In Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I mean, come on, Kyrie. You know, I knew something was wrong with him. We say the world is flat. <laughs> Every globe I've seen is round. <laughs> they taught me that in school. Well, and like I said, if you're firm in your beliefs, I don't think if you're, it's flat. if you're firm in your beliefs that that's what you believe, right. that's fine. But just, yeah. but just make, just take the steps according to your belief. If you believe that, that you want to get vaccinated, that the earth is flat, whatever it is, then just quit. 
Yeah. Just I quit. Agree. Just move on. Do something else. There's other things you can probably do. And you Basketball know what, just may not be one of them. You hear me, man? These are grown men. It's just a shot. You know what I mean? It, it's not like you ain't never had a shot. If you're a sports player, then a shot, cortisone in your knee, man, it, it's something. You know what I mean? And right. you don't question it. Yeah. It, they just get back up and play. The doctor writes you a script. I don't see anybody, you know, you may go, it's a new pill, you may go research it, but if you say, take every four hours, you'll feel much better. And usually you follow the doctor's instructions, take four hours, and you feel better. But this is a worldwide pandemic, man. Come on, this is not nothing to even discuss. It's killing people. Yeah. It's worldwide. Yeah. It's not just in Texas and Dallas and your area, your house. This is worldwide. You can get it anywhere. Anywhere. So mm-hmm. that's my thoughts on that. I hope they don't get paid. Don't give them a dime. Hopefully checked out. And like I said, you can call in six so many times and some your employee will get tired of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, uh, th- that's going to wrap it up for the show tonight, man. Thank you again, Russ, for joining me on this, yeah, man. It's been a great show. Uh, we'll, we'll be back next week with a new show. Um, we got a lot more to talk about. NBA, everything else we're going to talk about next week as well, too. Okay, good. I'm glad the weather's changing, man. I love this cool weather. And I'm ready for those. These worlds collide. Baseball, WNBA, NBA. You know, I, I, I can't wait. I'm excited. Every day is you know, I'm looking forward to seeing something. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're only about three weeks away from NBA action, so it's really going to kick in for sure. Really so, going to kick in. All right, but thank y'all for joining us tonight. Mavericks Western Conference. Okay, I got it written down. I'm going to make sure I see that. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, thank y'all for joining the show. We'll be back next week. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.